Hello, Boker Tov, everybody. Uh, so we're continuing talking about the concept of Menuchat HaNefesh and what it means. And we spent a long time discussing the definition of Menuchat HaNefesh, defining it, which we define basically as being completely focused on the task at hand and using all my available resources to be as successful as I, as I possibly can be at the task at hand. And we started discussing how this relates to Shabbat in general, the concept of Shabbat, the Menucha of Shabbat. And we discussed how Shabbat is the real menucha of Shabbat, is um, <clears throat> a spiritual menucha, it's not physical menucha. Because sometimes physical menucha could actually have the opposite effect. Physical menucha can give me, um, you know, I'm not busy with other things, so now I'm worried about all the things that I have to take care of I'm, uh, when I'm not busy. So my mind wanders and I could be thinking about a lot of other things, my business, other things, and I don't have menucha tenefesh. So we established how menucha tenefesh uh, or Minuchat Shabbat, which we're going to sort of extrapolate towards Minuchat HaNefesh, is a positive thing. It's, it's, and not, it's not the absence of work, or it's not the absence of, um, of being busy with things, but rather, which she called Minuchat HaGuf, Minuchat HaGuf means my body is at rest. That's not what Minuchat HaNefesh is. Minuchat HaNefesh is actually a positive thing that we experience through Shabbat, and we hopefully will be able to take from there to other places the idea of um, being uh, having the feeling of what we'll call, let's say, relaxation or completion, but from knowing that my nefesh, my spirit, my soul is completely caught up in one act right now and not being involved in other things. It's not just the absence of work, it's not just the absence of being busy, but it's actually a something proactive, something positive that's created. So we're just going to do a short section today where Rabbi Friedlander illustrates that from a very interesting pasuk and the description of the creation of Master Rashi. So he quotes uh, Tupzukim in a very famous question that Rashi has. So on the one hand, the pasuk says, It says that Hashem finished on the seventh day, whatever melacha he was doing, we recite this pasuk in the uh, in the kiddush every week. So Hashem finished on the seventh day whatever work he was doing. Now the implication of finishing on the seventh day means that something happened on the seventh day. However, I mean he did something on the seventh day and he finished. It was done on the seventh day. However, on there's another pasuk. He had stopped, he had been done on the sea, he, 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 he stopped himself on the seventh day from doing any malacha. That pasuk implies that nothing happened on the seventh day. Vayichalukimashvi implies that he finished everything on the seventh day. Vayishbot Bayomashvi implies that nothing happened on the seventh day. Everything was done before the seventh day even started. So how do you reconcile these two psukim? That's the famous question that Rashi asks in his commentary on the Torah. So Rashi gives two answers. The first answer, which is an interesting answer, he says as follows. Listen, when a person needs to uh, uh, keep Shabbat, right? So we can't go down to the wire, we can't go down to the last second because we don't have the ability to discern the exact moment, the precise uh, instant when Shabbat starts. So what do we do? We add a little bit, right? Some people add 18 minutes, some people add a couple of minutes, whatever we can, we go a little bit before sunset so we can add some time to Shabbat because it's impossible to figure out exactly when Shabbat starts. However, Hashem he doesn't have those limitations. Hashem is completely in charge of time. He's completely aware to whatever extent. Obviously, Hashem doesn't have awareness in the sense we have awareness, but Hashem is completely aware of time, every moment, every second, and He can stop the melacha the second Shabbat starts. So He stopped doing the work 
and a second later, immediately at that moment, that instant, less than a second later, Shabbat started. So therefore, when the Pasuk says, It doesn't mean he actually finished it on the seventh day. Rather, it was so close to the seventh day, it was the, the onset of the seventh day, so it seemed as though he did it as Shabbat was starting, but really, it was at the moment that a Friday was ending, that's when the Malacha ended, and then Hashem began Shabbat, and there was no Malacha done on Shabbat. That's Rashi's first answer. However, we are more interested in Rashi's second answer. Rashi says, Davar acher, another explanation as to what this means. What was the world lacking? What was missing from the world? Menucha, rest. Ba'at Shabbat, Ba'at Menucha. Shabbat came and Menucha came. Kata That was the culmination, that was the conclusion of the creation. Meaning, on the seventh day, there was something that was created. When it says, which implies that he created something on the seventh day, there was something that was created on the seventh day. What was created? Menucha was created. Being at rest was created. That was an actual creation that happened on the seventh day. Now, listen. If, if, Minucha is just the absence of work. It's just the absence of effort, the absence of exertion. So then that you can't describe that as being created on the seventh day. It was just a lack of something else. Creation really ended on the sixth day. And we have not resolved the the two we have not resolved this seeming contradiction between the two psukim, between the two uh, verses in the Torah. So rather, what does it mean? It must mean that Minucha is actually a positive creation. It was the it was the culmination, it was the shleimut, the completion of the world was the creation of Menucha. Without Menucha, the world was incomplete. Hashem had to actually create something called Menucha on Shabbat. Now again, if Menucha is the absence of exertion, the absence of effort, absence of being busy, the absence of being busy, the lack of being busy, that's not called a creation. So he says, so Now we learn a major principle from the words of Rashi. Rashi is quoting from the Chachamim. Menucha is not just the lack of action. That the absence of action, so that what it would mean was that when Hashem stopped his Melacha, so Menucha came automatically, came by itself. That's not what Menucha means. <clears throat> if that's what it means, so the Menucha really came at the end of the sixth day. It didn't come on Shabbat. What does it mean that Menucha came on Shabbat? It didn't come on Shabbat. It came at the end of the sixth day. <laughs> so rather what it means that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created in a positive way a spiritual creation. This is a spiritual existence called Menuchat Shabbat. It uplifts the individual, it uplifts the person. And it facilitates a person reaching the complete spiritual minucha of the nefesh, of his spirit being at rest, that feeling of ragua, of being relaxed, of feeling complete, of feeling that a person is doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing in the full essence, so that the, to the extent that, that, that stems from the Menucha of Shabbat, or that we learn from it from the Menucha of Shabbat, that reality was created on the day of 
Shabbat. Okay, so Be'ezrei Hashem, in the next shiur, we'll talk more about what is this Menuchah of Shabbat, how do we define this special Menuchah of Shabbat, and how does that, um, hopefully eventually we'll get to how that, what that teaches us, and the, the feeling that we have to have uh, that is similar at all times, hopefully, that is similar to the Menuchah of Shabbat. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Kol